Welcome, welcome. Rick, can you hear me this time? Yes, I can. can you hear me? Welcome, welcome. This is the 19096 Podcast. I'm John. He is Rick. Say hi, Rick. Hi, Rick. Yes. I'm John. He is Rick. This is a narrow niche podcast about our Philadelphia Eagles. We're on almost every week during the regular season, but, you know, we're... We're on and off uh, this time of the year because it's training camp. There's no games, no nothing. But we're here to talk about our Philadelphia Eagles, everything related. We've never played it down at NFL football, college football. I was a terrible high school football player. Rick was probably much better than me uh, for various reasons. But uh, that's us. Rick, what's news? Uh, not much. That was a very good intro, John. I like that. Um, oh. Yes, I... As far as being much better than you, I I don't know about that, but I played uh, football. Yeah, I, so. I I faked playing football for about a year or so. <laughs> yes, but you played at the mighty vaunted De La Salle. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, that I did. I yes. yeah, so home um, of a bunch of NFL players. So. John is coming to you live from Napa, the site of a. Controversial uh, courtroom drama today. Yeah. Oh, was that today that a that certain today? certain husband of a certain uh, Nancy Pelosi was on trial? Yes. Oh. Yes. So, um, your your mother and father reminded me of that. Oh my today. God! I'd completely forgotten about that, but <laughs> you know, it's anyway. Napa. Not a lot goes on out here outside of of wine and cheese and. Uh, cooking, so. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, but we are here to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles, all things related. That also could include the NFC East. That could also include uh, allusions to recent developments across the NFL that don't really affect the Eagles. Specifically, uh, Tom Brady evidently really wanted to play for the Dolphins, or the Dolphins really wanted him to play for them. Who doesn't? But it looks like the Dolphins probably went a little too far. Yes, I saw that. I was uh, surprised by that. Um, I mean, they were basically ready to hand the keys to the entire uh, uh, franchise to Mr. Brady, which yeah. you can't blame him. If you're gonna, I mean, let's face it. If you're going to hand the keys to an entire franchise to a single person or player, Tom Brady's probably the guy you're going to go for. I I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Yeah, that's who I would. If I owned, if I owned, if I was an NFL owner. Yep. And you're all. Yeah, and you and you don't mind it. You don't mind tampering and breaking rules. Yeah, that's that's probably who you'd go to. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's uh, that's kind of crazy. But yeah, you know what? I think more of that goes on than uh, than we yeah than we know of. Totally. It's yeah. that goes back to what I I've come over the years to call the rat in the subway uh, notion. In that when you're in the subway in New York City and you see a rat, you're seeing one of probably 10,000 more that are underneath the uh, infrastructure of said subway. So I think you're being generous. With yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> 10 million, I guess? I don't know. I hope anybody who is listening to this is not on the subway right now. Uh, I know one listener that is not in the subway. Uh, she is uh, partaking in somewhere else in the... Uh, in the house, so yes, yes. Well, there are de- definitely no rats. Um, and for those listening, we will not be discussing Deshaun Watson in any 
shape or form. I don't care about that topic anymore. I'm sick and tired of it. I wish it would go away. It's awful what he did, and that's it. He's he's uh, he needs to go away. Well, um, let's just jump right into it because that has to do with one of my uh, questions. Oh well, then <laughs> yeah, let's let's go for it. Let's jump into Rick's six or eight six. Six, six questions. Why six? <laughs> why why six? I uh, because well because why not six? Six is a touchdown. Oh, there you go. Oh, did this I... is what I mean. This is a football football podcast. Right? See, folks, one thing you'll learn about Rick: everything has a purpose. Nothing is ad hoc, random. There is there is a method there somewhere. Is there anything wrong with being efficient? No, there is absolutely <laughs> wrong. You sh- you, there's nothing wrong with being efficient. Uh, speaking of sixes, um, Deshaun Watson, six-game suspension. More, less, or just right? Uh, more. I, I think, uh, you know, I think he should, yeah. I was surprised he got off with six games. Yes. I think he, uh, yeah, I think how that's six games and when you see other guys who what were, uh, was it betting on, no, was it? Was it Julia? Who was it? Uh, who was the wide receiver? Calvin Ridley? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Calvin Ridley. Yeah. That the Eagles almost dealt for, and then yeah. he was suspended for... <laughs> for gambling? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right, we'll move off that topic, because uh, that is not something you want to dwell on. But no, yeah. it's just... You know what it is? It's just too much. It's gobbling up all the airtime for all the other, other shows. Right. So... Right. No, I'm with you on that. I, I thought he'd get a year. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, so... Anyhow, um, do you uh, do you have some questions for me? Do you want me to just go through mine? Or let's go, let's go through this? yours, and then okay. I will I will return fire. Okay, sounds good. John, for the Eagles this year, who will have a breakout year? You get one selection for offense and one selection for defense. Okay, so let's look at the notion of a breakout year. So that is someone who in years past has not had a good year or a quiet year or a year not of note. So <clears throat> so in that case, someone like A.J. Brown wouldn't count, right? He's, not, he's, he's already broken out, so um, he wouldn't count. Um, <clears throat> Jalen Hurts has already partially broken out, so you know, I don't think it's going to be him. Uh, Devontae Smith is probably, he's kind of already broken out. He had, what, how many, 900 yards uh, receiving last year? What was it? I forget now. I had this in front of me, but you know what? Um, that sounds good to me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> 900 yards it is. They're about to change. Uh, so I don't think it's, it's uh, yeah, right, he, had, let, he had 916 yards. Let, so I, let, me, let me rephrase it. How about... Who will who will be much improved over last year? Here, here, this is who I hope. Okay. So for for folks listening, this is who I hope. I who who actually is. I don't have a clue. We don't make too many predictions on this podcast, but this is who I hope because if he has a breakout year, then I think that bodes well for a lot of other players on the team as well. And that is one Quez Watkins on the offensive side. Oh. Very good. I like that. So if he has a breakout year, that means a couple of things. A, the ball's getting around to Devontae, to Quez, to A.J. Brown, to Dallas Goddard, Kenny Gainwell. It's, you know, it's, you know, 
Jalen is seeing, seeing the field. He's seeing his second and third uh, reads on plays. So I think that's a good sign. Also, it means they're getting a lot of pass yards, which probably means they're getting a lot of rush yards because their offense is nice and balanced. Um, so if you're if you're basically your third receiver or fourth, if you count Dallas Goddard as a receiver, is really improving on what last year he had 647 yards, then uh, that's a, that's a good good kind of indicator for your team, for our team. I like that. I like that. What now was it? Six hundred forty-seven yards or six hundred forty-eight? Uh, my notes here are six forty-eight, but I could be off by yard. Uh, according to this publication, I am reviewing in my hand, okay. uh, which just so happens. To, well, I'll talk about this in a in a moment, but happens to be a website printed on paper and sold at your local uh, uh, supermarket called Lindy Sports. It is saying 647 with an average of 15.05. I like that division. Okay, uh, what about for defense? Defense? um, You know, I'm going to go with... Well, it's not going to be... So, you know, it's not going to be Fletcher Cox. It's not going to be Darius Slay. Um, Everyone has a huge... Is terrifically excited... And I almost said another word, which would be unfortunate, but this is a family show. Everyone's excited about Marcus Epps, but I'm going, I'm not going to go there. I'm actually going to go with, um, uh, his name just escaped me, uh, Milton Williams. I think uh, he was a quality pick last year. So he was a, so for those that don't know, Milton is a, uh, a defensive tackle. Uh, out of Louisiana Tech last year. He was a third-round draft pick. Um, played a fair amount last year. Uh, flexible position. You know, guy can play, you know, like I said, inside out. Um, but I think with uh, Fletcher slowly kind of taking a backseat because of age, he'll get more rotation. And I think between Milton and... Um, uh, what's his face? The... Uh, draft pick, I can't think, uh, Jordan Davis, I think that's going to be your uh, your interior lineman, you know, set up for the next four to five years. Right. Hopefully. Right. No, I'm with you on that. I like that. I like that pick. Um, okay. Question number three. Question three. Who is your favorite non-Eagles player? My favorite non-Eagles player. Oh. Um. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, some you know. Oh, I know who it is. This is easy. Uh, Josh Allen. Oh. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm a I'm a big Josh Allen fan because that guy, man, can that guy play football? I mean, that guy is just built to play football. He is a football player. He is a football player. Holy Toledo! He's big, strong, fast. Can throw. Can run. Yeah, that's one of those guys you could probably stick at most positions, and I bet he'd play them well. Right, right. Um, given time, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You're not just going to stick obviously. him at like left tackle and just like, expect him to, to dominate. Exactly. Um, I'm with you on that. Um, okay. Uh, right now, this is a little bit of a prediction, um, but Eagles over under wins are at nine and a half. Are you over? Over. Or under. You're We're over. going over, baby. Over. Yes, I'm with you on that. 
I, yeah, I think we kind of talked about this last week, but I'm a firm believer that the Eagles will end up steamrolling uh, the NFC East. Uh, 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 and I, I should say, I hope. And according to, uh, you know, Lindy's Sports Pro Football America's Leading Football Authority, they kind of agree. Um, I did not know that Lindy Sports was America's Leading Football Authority. Well, that's what it says on the cover. So I, I, I trust this quality publication not to lie to me. Um, so, you know, sorry, PFF. You're not the one. And where did you get that? You said it was on the, at the checkout counter at a grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> this place that's not called Amazon. It's not called uh, Walmart. Um, here in the, the lovely Bay Area, we have a place called, Rick, I think you're probably familiar with it, Lucky's. Lucky's. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I, was, I was more of an alpha beta kind of guy. Oh, that's, see, that's a throwback right there. Yes. That's that's the place where they you didn't have bags. They give you like old boxes to put your groceries in at the checkout stand. Right, right. Well, unfortunately, I think Alpha Beta met its Omega. Yeah, it's, yes. uh, it's and for been those a while. Of you who don't know, Omega is the end. The end. Yeah. <laughs> AKA, they no longer exist. Yes, they are gone. Yeah. Um, actually, that leads right into uh, as far as games and schedule and such. What game on the schedule? Scares you the most. Oh, see, I, see, I tried to scare you there. The yeah, end. no, it's it's uh, you got me scared. <laughs> um, well, let's see. Uh, going down the list: Minnesota, no; Washington, no; Jacksonville, no; Arizona, no. I would uh, Pittsburgh, no; Houston, no. I would probably have to go with the second Dallas game, the at Dallas on December 24th. Yeah. I think it's towards the end of the season. I'm sure it's going to be. Now, if if my hope comes to fruition where the Eagles do steamroll the, uh, the NFC East, it's a non-game. But, uh, you know, I could definitely see that one be, being of consequence. Um you know, and I think the honestly the this the, my close second honestly. I won't lie to you because I just said honestly twice. Yes, please. Uh, would actually be the first game at Detroit. Ah, really? Yeah. It's a very it's a very winnable game against a winnable team, um, and I think if the Eagles don't come out and beat a terrible team at Detroit, uh, I think you will see Philadelphia. Uh, Angelo's phone lines will light up like a Christmas tree on Monday morning. Um, you know it is Angelo's last year. Yeah, I know. I know. Yes. Um, and speaking of that, uh, that has been a concern of mine because, you know, I have the distinct pleasure of living in the Philadelphia area. So I hear a lot of people ranting and raving about the Eagles. Yes, even already one week in the training camp. Yeah, it doesn't take much. And uh, the one thing that uh, has been a concern of everyone is last week, the very first practice was only 59 minutes. And people are very concerned that, because if you remember last year, um, the Eagles picked up a ton of penalties the first part of the season. That's right. Yeah, they led the league in penalties. For, right. Yep. 
so you know that concern is now creeping in to people's you know us Philadelphia sports fans uh, you know it's after they heard that there was only 59 minute practice it was like the season is doomed um, so but yes that is a concern of mine is that uh, they won't be fully prepared whether it be penalties whether it be you know uh, training right in shape 100% in shape because you know once again if they do the same thing that they did last year the starters are not going to play in uh, the preseason yeah, in preseason yep. and there's only three preseason games yep. this year so now let me ask you this do you think that high um, uh, rate of penalties is a function of not getting enough reps in the preseason, or could it also be a function of just a new coaching staff, new systems, new quarterbacks, a lot of a lot of newness in the team last year? I think the algorithm that created that predicament was a little bit of both: uh, new system, not playing in the preseason, and um, yeah, it was kind of a mixture of that. So, so hopefully. Hopefully, with, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Sirianni and all his clever T-shirts uh, with one year in, he, uh, that ship will be a little tighter. Exactly, exactly. And uh, hopefully he'll still have the numbers on his visor. Oh, yes, so, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, last question, John. Now, uh, of course, we like to get uh, out ahead of ourselves here. And also, you know, this is training camp, so we're kind of stretching for things to talk about. Uh, but USA Today is out with its 2023 mock draft. Oh, God. In the first two rounds, they have the Eagles selecting two defensive backs and a wide receiver. Are those the position groups that you would uh, see? Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a, a terrific question. Um, based of course. on. Yeah. Who's it from? Who is it? Oh, of course. Yes, you. <laughs> The, the master of terrific questions. Right. Exactly. Uh, I, you know, um, I would say, uh, well, you know what? I mean, so those picks will be contingent on, you know, A, how does Hertz and, for that matter, Carson Strong look? For those that don't know, Carson Strong is the, uh, the quarterback that the Eagles picked up in undrafted free agency who was – uh, highly talented coming out of Nevada, but had a lot of injury issues. But everyone's kind of saying, hey, he looks good, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, who knows? Um, so I think, it, uh, you know, part of your question is, is Jalen Hurts a one-and-done sort of thing? If he's not, you know, firing on all cylinders after this year, is he out? Right? I mean, right. That's a, that's a fair question. And... I'm willing to say, actually, this coming year, I don't think they would draft a quarterback, although I didn't think Howie would be dumb enough to draft Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson, but he still did. Um, so, and they do like to draft, evidently, wide receivers and defensive tackles and in the draft. They've never... Have they ever... Who was the last... Uh, a DB they took in a in the first round, like Eric Allen back in like eighty seven. Yeah, I, that's a good question. I mean, it's either that or a 
Well, like Ben Smith out of Georgia in like '91 or something like that. I don't Maybe uh, Bobby Taylor. Oh yeah, out of Notre Dame. Yeah, that. Oh uh, yeah, he could have been a first rounder. Yeah. Um, but I, I think you know they probably would start you know keep loading up on. I could see them loading up on wide receivers some more. I could see them. Um. You know, I think they're pretty loaded at tight end. Uh, I, you know. I would probably say actually. Here, okay. To answer your question, here's the answer to your question. I think they would probably draft the uh, the person who would step in behind Lane Johnson once he retires. So basically, okay. do what they they're doing with Cam Jurgens and Jason Kelsey, right? And uh, you know, find the next Lane Johnson. So I'd say right. I'd say they go wide receiver and offensive tackle. Yeah, they do have two first-round picks next year. They have yeah. New Orleans and uh, then their own pick. So yeah, New Orleans should suck this year. <laughs> yes, they're in a. We, defi- will, we will definitely be uh, keeping an eye on New yeah. Orleans. Yeah, and we're not. I will, I will be missing the Carson Wentz snap tracker. Oh yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Carson. Um. Yeah, so those are my questions, um, okay. and um, I am ready for your questions, John. Well, just to kind of give you a, a little insight, so the uh, um, Lindy Sports America's leading football authority on pro football is saying that uh, the New Orleans will finish uh, basically in second place in the NFC South, which yeah, they, at that point they're probably not getting into the playoffs. Um, obviously, Tampa Bay is well ahead of them, and um, I think your uh, your wild cards will come out of the NFC West or um, probably the North. Anyway, uh, okay, Ricky, Rick, thanks for your your six questions. They were tremendous. Um, Thank you, John. I have I have five questions for you. Um, why five? Just because that's all I could think of today. It's a field goal and a safety. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> this one is kind of in the same vein of like your first question, um, but um, and it does lightly touch upon uh, Deshaun Watson, but. Um, <laughs> Lightly touch. Unfortunately, yeah. that is what Deshaun Watson. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, which team is the bigger train wreck right now? The Commandos, the Dolphins, the Browns, or the Giants? Oh, geez, that's a good one. Um, I did see something today um, that it said it was kind of a what do they call those things? A mem. Uh, but it said, this just in, the Giants have been eliminated from the playoffs. Oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think they're a mess. I, you know, it is funny you say about the commandos because I have a work colleague who would like to participate in the podcast. And then we would have basically the NFC East covered. We Us with the Eagles. Um, we have someone for, you know, yeah, the Evan, Evan the Giants. And then Evan, the Giants fan. And yep. you know what? I don't think we have anybody that would admit to being a Commandos fan. So yeah, I, I don't think I, we would ever get somebody to come on here and talk about the Commandos. I got to say, I don't. I am. I um. I'm I'm going through my head right now trying to think of a Commandos fan. 
And yeah, I, I'm drawing. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. Yeah. I I have some Commandos fan from living behind enemy lines in Virginia. No. Uh, but they never want to talk about the Commandos. Of course. Why would you want to talk about the Commandos? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'd be a short conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the biggest train wreck right now would be, um, you know, it's. Pretty competitive with Miami and what just uh, came out about them. But I would say uh, the Commandos, you know, with Carson Wentz at the helm um, and Dan Snyder and everything going on with him. He here recently testified for 11 hours in front of Congress. That's not a good sign. never a good sign. Yeah. Um, And they want uh, their stadium was ranked the worst in (laughs) NFL football. That is it. Um, we were there a couple of years ago, and I think we can confirm that as such. Yes, it is. It was uh, an uneventful. Not. Uh, it was eventful for us as a, as family, but as far as a stadium experience, it was I would say uneventful. It is, uh, you know, FedEx Field, and it was absolutely, positively a bad experience. Yeah. Um. So I would have to say the Commandos. They're just uh, kind of a mess. I I would uh I would agree with you. Seeing as how they both suffer from severe problems, both on and off the field, they have a terrible roster, and their front office is a disaster. At least with the Dolphins, you know it's all front office. I think their their field product is actually kind of decent. I'd say the Browns are probably your your close second right now. Right. Um, right. You know, I think it's been of a debacle with uh, you know, both on and off the field with their um, with players and with the front office, obviously, obviously the the whole Deshaun Watson stuff is just uh, they 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 could be uh, that decision to sign him to guaranteed money for that many years could really prove to be a team killer for about five years, five six yeah. years. Yeah, that could haunt them for years to come. Almost kind of like uh, oh, this is very different, but you know the. Uh, what, when the Vikings made a trade for Herschel Walker, what, back in the 80s? And basically gave away a ton of draft picks? Yep. That, uh, for a running back, folks. This was for a running back. Who is now running for Senate. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and as, uh, actually, I, could, I, can, uh, I have firsthand experience knowing that dude does not sleep more than like four or five hours a day. He would be out like running and jogging at like five in the morning when he was on the, you know, at the time when he's at the Giants. That guy is committed. Yes. So. Yes, he is. Uh, all right. Let's, um, let's move on to the next question. Okay. Um, which new eagle are you the most excited to see play Week one, first game. Uh, AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Okay. Yeah, I really did not, you know, outside of the Eagles and especially somebody from the AFC. Um, I'm really not uh, all that aware of uh, what's going on, um, so I really did not know much about him. I've watched some uh, highlights and some tape on him. I've been doing some studying, John. Stu- yeah, you've been watching, as they say, watching some film. I've been watching some film. Yeah, you, like, you now develop film at, at your uh, at your home. You have a dark room, and you go in there, and like 
you know, uh, develop your 16 millimeter film that you shot down at the stadium? Yes, exactly. Uh, me and Kyler Murray uh, were watching yeah. film together. Oh God. Um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to seeing him play. And um, he and I did not know this before, but he and Jalen Hurts are like buddies um, mm-hmm. from way back when. So, um, you know, definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, good pick. I, I would say uh, I'd be very curious to see if he gets off to a, gosh, dare I say, a fast start. Um <laughs> What player or aspect of the Eagles, not named Jalen Hurts, keeps you up at night? Who wor- what worries you the most about the Philadelphia Eagles this day and age? Um, the fact that you I have to think the- about it is actually kind of a good sign. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. Um, you know, on offense, I would say... Um, running back, you know, we just don't seem to be very deep. Um, hmm. I mean, I think our running game is pretty good, but, um, you know, uh, besides Miles Sanders, um, you know, Boston Scott is great against the Giants, but, you know. Disappears everywhere else? Yes, exactly. Maybe because he is short, but that's a different story. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would say um, running back and then also kind of equally, you know, who's going to be the number two tight end, right? Mm-hmm. If Dallas Goddard gets hurt, um, you know, who's going to step up there? Uh, you don't think Jay Jaw is going to be the guy? <laughs> the newly converted uh, he's, uh, he's receiver to a, tight end? A blocking uh, tight end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll um, see about that. And then on uh, defense... Um, I don't know. It just seems to be like a revolving door in uh, at the safety and free safety spot. So, yep, um, seems like a different name every other yeah year. every couple of years. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, everyone's uh, hot to trot on Marcus Epps. They're saying he's he's really stepping up and blah 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 blah. Which to me, as soon as I hear all that, it it that. Sounds like one of those uh, lines that the um, that the uh, the marketing people in um, and I shouldn't say marketing, but you, you know you're kind of Dave Spadaro's out there of uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, kind of push on the media, right? Right. You know, here's our talking points. Marcus Epps is going to be amazing. Marcus Epps is this. Marcus Epps is that. I just don't know. Um, I don't know how much to buy that kind of first week hype over him. Not saying he's not going to be good or you know whatever, but um, it just seems the the amount of press coming out of there that he's playing well does not kind of line up with um, just you know the attention a position like safety should get. Right, right. I'm with you on that. So, um, here's a here's a question for you. It's a bit of a crystal ball question. Any That'd chance? A, would, would that be a prediction? A little bit. There, there's some minor predictability in here, but this one obviously has a little bit of jest in it. But considering recent news uh, for that team in Texas, that's not from Houston, uh, and the recent injury hit. Um, any chance Jalen Rager gets cut by the Eagles and ends up on the Cowboys? Oh, geez, we, we should we should be so lucky. 
I was going to say, could you, could you find someone who would be more vilified than Carson Wentz if that were to happen? Right, right. I think what's going to happen with him is he's really not going to make the team. He's going to, you know, have a hammy or something like that, and they're just going to stash him on, uh, you know, injured the, reserve or something. Yeah, the pup then, list. Yes. Yeah. And um, I don't think Howie can, you know, swallow uh, yeah. one of his first rounders, and then they'll just wait for somebody to get hurt, and then all of a sudden he'll magically be yeah, you know, available, healthy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they'll stash him away, and uh, you know, hopefully he's okay with that. I mean, he he definitely uh, Rager was definitely seemed to be a bit of a head case last year, and that just you know he clearly wasn't thinking or firing on all cylinders when he was on the field. Right, so. right. Like he's uh, trying to do too much, but I think he just sit him down and say like, "Look, we could cut you, or we're going to put you on the injured list." Yep. Which do you want? Yep. Uh, my fifth question is, and uh, you know, I kind of put this at last because I'm kind of tired of hearing about him, but at the same time, I shouldn't say I'm not tired of him, but tired of the media talking about him. But at the same time, we do have to, I think, discuss him at some point. What's your give me give me your hot take on Jalen Hurts, and what what do you what do you see him doing this year? What are your hopes? What do you think will happen? Do you think he'll do you think he'll cut the mustard this year? I don't know about cutting the mustard, but I think um, he will. You know, I don't. I think he's just going to be average. I don't think he's going to be a disappointment. I don't think he's going to be like Mister Clutch. And you know, um, I think he's just going to operate the offense. And you know, it's going to be. I think you know, at the end of the season, everyone's going to be like, "Well, should we keep him? Should we not keep him?" Like he'll probably do some good things, but then I'll probably do, you know, some bonehead things. So are you saying he's going to become the dreaded game manager? (laughs) He could turn in to be Trent Dilfer. Oh, God. Well, Trent Dilfer wasn't very fast. Yeah. And he's he's a subpar broadcaster, so (laughs) uh, um, hopefully he can be better than that, but, you know. Yeah, no, I think, you know, he's definitely got some uh, good things, you know. Um, he's supposedly better, but then I heard, you know, some stuff that he's been a disappointment in camp. So it's kind of like all over the place, and, I don't, you know, who knows who you trust as far as that stuff. And, of course, you know, he won't play in the preseason, so you know, yeah. really our first look will be in the first game. Yep. Um, and, you know, I just... I don't know. I just have this feeling that he's not going to be like a superstar and he's not going to be crappy. Yeah. You know, he's going to be somewhere in the middle. It's a spectacularly average. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because Elliot Shore Parks on WIP basically just took a big shit on him this this past week. <laughs> basically said he's looks not great. He's worried. Not sure if he's the guy. Uh, the, uh, the, now, in minor defense of Jalen, he clarified, or Elliot Shore Parks clarified, the passing game in general has sputtered, not just um, Mr. Hertz. So um, I think he's, you know, I think when you hear, most people, when you hear passing game, people just immediately think, oh, just the quarterback's, you know, dog shit or whatever. But, right. you know, um, you know, I, th- I think getting a, a new number one in there for uh, for a team, you know, takes takes a little time. New mar- new number one um, wide receiver, right? Um, 
that certainly uh, sends a ripple effect, especially when it's an established guy who will, you know, basically gets in the driver's seat from the get-go, right? It's not like a rookie who just, you know what? You know where you stand. You know, you know, you know where you sit. You're a rookie. Go get us uh, some uh, some wah-wah and sing us obnoxious, obnoxious songs at the end of our uh, offensive team meetings. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, with Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, um, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts definitely has some weapons to throw to, and then you also throw in the mix Dallas Goddard. I mean, those are three, you know, high-level receivers. Yep. Um, so, you know, he's got people to throw to. Yeah, good quality people to throw to. Um, so, you know, at the end of the season, you can't say, well, he's just got some average receivers who weren't catching nope. the ball. Can't, can't hide behind yeah. that anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's up to him to make the throws and, um, you know, do all the right things in the passing game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, Dallas Goddard is, you know, you, you read some publications here or there. There's kind of, you know, one candidate for a breakout guy, even though he's already kind of broken out. We already know what kind of guy he is, but certainly someone who could start getting into the Travis Kelsey kind of talk. Um, yeah. So, um what about you, John? What do you think? As far as Mr. Hertz goes? Yes. Oh, I don't know. It's really hard to like... So this is, so this is the bummer with uh, the... You know, nowadays with the Eagles training camp is you can't see anything. Right. Which I know is kind of the point. So I... I you know... I don't know. I mean, all the all the videos, obviously, that, that the Eagles put out on the, like, the Twitter feed and whatnot, it's a great throw to A.J. Brown, a great throw to Dallas Goddard on the money with Quez Watkins. And it's like, you know, they're, they're not going to show the, the bad pass, the drop ball. So it's like, I, you know, I think this is my lazy way of saying, like, I don't know, honestly. I have, I have, I have nothing to go on except what Elliot Shore Park says you know, the 17 games from last year and just making some deductions based on, uh, you know, another year in the same offense and then some additional weapons. You'd think two plus two equals four, but, you know, sometimes it equals three, sometimes it equals five. You know, you just, I don't know. I I, I don't know. No, I, I don't know what to expect, really. Yeah, no, I mean, that's kind of where I am also. So. Um. Yeah, I just uh, that yeah, it goes back to like you know the, the the you know your question earlier. What's the most uh, what game has me the most nervous? And that's why you know the first game against Detroit was a close second because we're gonna see what we got against a, a very beatable team. And if they don't come out and you know on turf, nonetheless, right? Don't they have like a isn't the you know um, Detroit still indoor on uh, on turf? Yes. So, I yes. mean, it's... Yes, they are. It should be a, a fast game, you know. Um, you know, no no worries about losing footing and things like that. And so, um, I think that that first game is going to tell us a lot more. Uh, and I know what's going to happen is he's going to play reasonably well uh, in that first game. And then he's going to, you know play terribly against Minnesota. And so now we're kind of at that week three conundrum. You got one good game and one bad game. What kind of quarterback do we have going into that Washington game? So, Well, and also, you know, 
the thing about the quarterbacks on the roster, it's kind of like the, you know, they're kind of like, what are you going to replace? Are you really going to replace him with Gardner Minshew or Reed Stinnett or, yeah. you know, any of those guys? Like, yep. no, you're not. Yeah. So, um, you know, so it's going to be, it's going to be up to him. He's really going to have to screw up in order to really, you know, to be replaced. So. Yeah. I mean, speaking of quarterbacks, that's, you know, Carson Strong and, and Gardner Minshew. If Carson Strong is really that good, do you think if he shows something in camp, he becomes the backup and Gardner is uh, becomes trade fodder for another running back or something like that? Yeah. Or another, think, or another pick. Right. Right. Yeah, I think uh, Carson, Carson Strong is going to um, end up on the uh, practice uh, squad. Practice squad, yeah. Right, right. And Minshew will be number two and... Stanette will. will be a hitting dummy. Right. Yeah. Right. Or he'll be, you know, deactivated each week. Yeah. So. That's kind of my take. Yeah. The QB position. All right. Well, I got to say, uh, it's really exciting that I par- purchased this Lindy's Sports America's Leading Football Authority Pro Football 2022 Preview Magazine. It only cost me a meager. Eleven dollars for a magazine, which when I rang it up, I'm like, "Holy shit! Eleven bucks for a magazine!" I uh, I'm gonna see if I can buy that online. Yeah, because it but, sounds uh, just riveting. For what it's worth, um, the this fine publication gave the Eagles on their draft day a they gave them an A. Huh? Well, I was like, well, that's great. And then I kind of went through it all, and I was flipping through all the pages, looking at what they gave the other teams. Well, the lowest grade they gave someone was a B-. minus. So <laughs> I, I, my enthusiasm kind of uh, got downgraded. Yeah, you know, graded on a that. curve? Yeah, slightly. <laughs> slightly. So. Yeah. Um, but I think that, that's all I got for this week. Rick, anything else for you? No, I don't have anything else. I, you know, put some time into those questions. I think uh, we both answered them uh, completely, and some good answers, some food for thought. Ah, uh, looking right week. in time for dinner. Yeah, and uh, the first Eagles preseason game is a week from Friday. Yeah, so uh, next week's episode, we will be discussing. Uh, crap, who are they playing? They're playing uh, the Jets. The Jets, J E T S Jets, 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 Jets. Jets. Yeah, who were just drafted about their entire starting lineup this past year. So they should be actually be an interesting team to watch. Yes. Yes, that should be interesting. Uh, um, yeah, we will go through the two deep, three deep, and four deep uh, players yeah, next week. Yeah. So be we sure will, to tune in. We, yeah, we will go through every position meticulously for three and a half hours. Um, and it will be gripping material. Must, must listen, call in material. Right. Definitely. All right. Well, that's it for us. Thank you, everyone, for another uh, for listening. And we will be back here next week, Wednesday, uh, 5.30 Eastern, 8.30... Oh, sorry. 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern. And until then, uh, fly, Eagles, fly. Rick, I will see you later. Go Birds. Go Birds. <laughs>